This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our Daily Dose podcast, covering all about day-to-day global affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. Hello, good afternoon, everyone who is joining us from Sydney. And also, hello to everyone who is joining us from around the world. Welcome to today's Daily Dose podcast. And also wishing a very happy Father's Day to uh, everyone who is celebrating a Father's Day today. In Australia, we know that we generally celebrate Father's Day on the first Sunday of September. Today, we have got a very special guest in our Daily Dose podcast, um, Mr. Muninder Singh, who is the councillor of Blacktown City. Welcome to today's Daily Dose, uh, Mr. Muninder. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Saurabh. Thank you very much. Uh, uh... Everybody, uh, it's a good evening and it's a happy Father's Day. First of all, like everybody who is listening, so I wish you all the happy Father's Day. Uh, I categorize it in a different category, like someone who is a youngsters and he has a father or mother old. So the responsibilities are totally different. Uh, if you're living in a Western country, you feel homesick. So make sure your parents always are get connected back home. And if you are a youngster and you have got a small kids, their responsibilities are totally different. So Father's Day, the meaning gets changed, but overall concept, fathers are the fathers. Like uh, I read somewhere that fathers and kids, they may not see eye to eye all the time, but they always see heart to heart. So I think that's the contribution of a father. So happy Father's Day. Thank you. Great to know that, Munindraji. Um, would you like to highlight on some of the, you know, the work that you have been doing in the Blacktown City Council in the last few years? Because uh, we have been hearing about some great work. So would you like to highlight on that? Thanks, Saurabh. Uh, I'm uh, uh, the elected councillor from Blacktown City Council for uh, since 2016. So normally the term is for four years, but due to COVID, it has been extended. So uh, I rep- there are five wards in Blackton City, and I represent Ward 1, uh, which contains uh, the areas of Quakerzil, Scofield, Riverston, Ponds, uh, these areas. So it's a substantial amount of migrant communities settled over here. So uh, first of all, uh, I think it's a great to uh, work with these community. It, this is the only... Uh, growth area, Northwest Growth Center. And the new people are moving into this area. If anybody is to buy a house, independent house in Sydney, I think this is the only pocket where they can come to Scofield, Riverston, Marston Park, this area. So uh, when we started, I think uh, uh, due to our heritage, Indian heritage, we started Diwali lighting competition. So that was the first uh, achievement we had it. And every year, uh, like we used to do Christmas lighting competition. People do the lighting at their houses anyway. So we are not uh, doing anything different, but we just ask them to go to council website, register themselves. Then one of our team, they visit their houses, they judge them. They give that uh, this is the best house uh, for the decoration. Uh, in Christmas, we judge the Rangoli as well, and the theme. So all these things taken to court and then we gave them cash prizes and we give the prize for best decorated street as well. Like if the whole street is decorated, especially in Scofield, 
probably 80% of the houses, they have the lighting on Diwali day. So it's a really, really momentous achievement like that. We also started uh, Indian flag hosting uh, about four years ago. But unfortunately, uh, this year due to COVID, we couldn't do the uh, flag hosting physically. So we had a virtual message for to share with the community. Uh, there's another achievement uh, which I can say that, uh, you know, the six soldiers, they did a uh, great contribution in different wars, World War War, World War II or any other uh, conflicts. So to commemorate their memory, the contribution of six soldiers, there's a six soldiers statue or six uh, war memorial is being set up in Blackton City. That is coming up in Glenwood near the lake. Uh, there's one Fateh Foundation, they put up the application and the council has very happily accepted that application. So these are the few things uh, which we did it from our community perspective. As I told you, uh, the area which I'm representing, a lot of uh, uh, communities are moving and settling here. So that's a big challenge and opportunity to provide infrastructure to them all the time. People want the roads, they want the footpath, they want their parks to be set up. Uh, so these are the things which we love it to do on daily, day-to-day -day basis uh, in the council. Uh, since last year, we had another challenge that is COVID. So that has played havoc on the life of everybody. From council perspective, we are very proactive. We are engaging with the community on a very, very regular basis. The mayor is sending the message every day. And we, are, uh, we review the situation. We tie up with the state government. So, and we lobby for the vaccination hub, uh, for the testing centers. We provide all the services which is available to us, to the state health, so that they can utilize these services for the benefit of uh, our community. And I'm uh, delighted to say that the areas which I represent, Scofield, Riverston, Coecas Hill, Cassia Garden, they represent the highest vaccination rate as well. So there's one stat, I don't know how correct it is, that we have got over 80% first dose and nearly 70% second dose as well in these areas. So I really commend everybody who is doing great job on that perspective. As well. So um, I know about the vaccination rates now being touching 70% in the entire New South Wales, uh, Ji. But what are the special things which you have been doing during those uh, during these times, like COVID-19 times, to spread this awareness? Because... Most of the people generally can be quite aggressive against harsh measures. If you try to impose harsh measures on them, they can be very aggressive and they can, you, can, you know, they can get angry. So how did you manage to spread this awareness in a manner that is also making the people happy and also, uh, you know, spreading the right message to the people to get themselves vaccinated as soon as possible? Good. It's a good question. Like we, uh, the whole idea is that the communication with the community on a regular basis, we share the post. Ultimately, is the state health which is which is deriving it. So, uh, we have got our own health officer who is summarizes all the uh, uh, output from the state health. How many cases are there? How many are in the Blackton city? Uh, what is the vaccination rate? Where are the gaps? Where are the shortcomings? And then straight away we have the strategy on that. And mayor is very, very uh, uh, active on the sense to ask for a vaccination hub at Stanhope Garden or at uh, Bowman Hall. Uh, 
unfortunately we are not successful because it's not in our hand because we can just lobby we can ask the state and uh, to some extent they are right as well that they have got limited resources but we need it here so there are few pockets where the vaccination is low especially in mount root area they have got mobile vans so for especially one is for aboriginal community that's moving around the uh, mount root area there's another one at dune side so uh, these are the ones which we lobbied and we got it here. But we are asking for a regular vaccination hub in this area. And with our lobbying, we got so many testing centers. Stenhoff Garden is a testing center. Uh, Parkley Markets is a testing center. And then we've got in Mount Root and, and the Blacktown area. So there are so many testing centers as such because testing is very, very critical to spread the uh, to stop the spread of the virus and then is the education so we are regularly on the social media uh, and whatever medias we have we have got strong database from the council as well so every day we are sharing the information on that that what it is how best we can uh, cope it but i agree it's a very very hard time the community is suffering because the, this long lockdown uh, is being extended and people are getting sick of it and it has got a lot of financial um, uh, constraints as well i can just tell you that uh, we as in a council we are losing four hundred thousand every week four hundred thousand dollar four hundred thousand dollars every week is being lost by council because as a operation we have got child care centers we have got the pools we have got uh, playgrounds we have got function centers we are paying the staff but nothing is being used so um, and we are just one uh, identity in the whole city so many other businesses like that small shops restaurants tra uh, then uh, training institutes you can have a tra uh, hospitality in so you call it everybody is feeling the pinch at this stage and uh, I don't know how long it will go. Hopefully, if the vaccination rate is picking up, maybe by end of this month, we can expect some relief coming. Yeah, I think it has been a terrible time, not only for New South Wales, but for the entire Australia and also a lot of other regions in the world who, which have been suffering from COVID-19 during you know these times. We never expected that after 2020, we'll see another surge in cases. Um, and we were all thinking that probably we have already gone through the worst, but um, that was not the worst period. In fact, this is turning out to be the worst period for Sydney. But Munindaji, I would also like to know from you, like, are there any interesting things lined up which you are planning to do in the coming times, uh, especially after this um, lockdown gets over in your particular council, in your, in your particular area? I know some of the things you might not be able to highlight. But by the way, our council, like we had a very good financial management as such. We are cash positive. We never borrow anything. So we just manage our resources within the means. And we have lined up a big uh, list of projects, which generally the councils don't do. We, the, we are bringing the university, which is already started operating, the Australian Catholic University. And in the Warwick Lane precinct, we have got the beautiful plaza along with 480 free car parks. If you go to Main Street, that's what we have already started. It's a four-level underground car park. And then 
that land will be free uh, where the old car park was there. So the university is going, maybe the council building is also going and then few towers will be developed further. We have got uh, uh, a center for training excellence in sports that's coming up at uh, uh, Dune side, uh, uh, that Olympic Park site. Uh, it's about $100 million investment where we will have uh, the center where the people and uh, where the sports person from around the globe, they can come, they can practice over there and they can recover very quickly because we'll have the latest facility. And uh, so far as sports is concerned and you know that Blacktown is a sporting city. So we want to provide this facility for everybody in Blacktown city. So I think these are the things which are already lined up and going on. We have got uh, a animal rehoming center. So uh, it's a huge facility coming up in Glendening, not only for Blacktown uh, uh, animals or pets, but for all the other councils, they are contributing as well. So if you have got, if you can't manage your pet, you can always drop it there. So somebody is there to look after the abandoned animals in the city. So I think this is a great service which are, we, have, we will be providing. It's $35 million investment, which we are doing. And there are a lot of projects lined up so far as the growth areas are concerned. So a lot of parks are being developed, the reserves are being developed. And then there's a corridor, the green corridor, uh, which we are looking into the area of Scofield, Riverston, so that in future people can breathe properly. They can do the cycling and those areas, which we are very proud that we are providing a good neighborhood to our uh, residents. Well, definitely. I'm speaking from the Kensington area. I would love to visit um, your council. I have visited your council once or twice, uh, but would love to visit your council and would love to visit you in person whenever I'm there. Good on you. Thank um, you. And, uh, I can assure you, once you come here, you will never go anywhere. People <laughs> come and they settle over here. And whosoever dare to go away, then always remember us. Oh, yeah, Blackburn Council was really good. Because we provide a lot of services and which may be missing in other councils as well. Sure. And by the way, in India today, we are also celebrating Teachers' Day. Um, yes. Along with the Father's Day in Australia. And teachers play a very important role in your life. Be it your parents your brothers, elder brothers, sisters, or, you know, your uh, professors, your lecturers, any kind of teachers that you meet play a very vital role in shaping the personality that you are. And I'm quite thankful to all kinds of teachers that I have met in my life, starting from my parents and professors. Um, do you have anybody who is who has really played a key role in your life as a teacher, Manindraji? See, teachers... Uh... I mean, next to parents, we can call it like parents, of course, they love to make the career of the kids, but the teachers, they, they play a very, very vital role. And I come from the generation when the teachers, uh, it was a, all public schools uh, and uh, teachers will pick up meritorious students. They will sit after the school hours. They will spend time with the students so that they can get good result. For, there was no tuition thing. There's nothing paid, but they will pick up at least 10 students or 20 students from the class and they will spend time uh, after hours as well so that they, the students can get make a good career. So I really uh, remember those uh, gentlemen or ladies who have worked. My mother was a teacher, so that's the first inspiration we get it. But otherwise, 
and I have a habit whenever I go there and when I try, get time, I try to go and meet old teachers like of primary or middle school or even high school. So mostly whosoever is still alive. So I, I because my mother is a teacher, so I will ask her first that um, uh, teacher Mr. Goel is there, Mr. Dabra is there, Mr. So is there. So if they are there and still we can go, I will just pick up scooter or car and just go there and say hello. So it was really, really good. Uh, in my village, there was a one teacher, Mr. Jora Singh. I think he uh, passed away recently. So last time I was with a mother going to village and uh, we were just moving around in the village, remembering old days where we used to play in the, when we were just small kids. And my mother told that this is the house of Jora Singh. And it was probably nine o'clock at night and we just knocked it. We gone home and he was so, so happy. And uh, he had like family and uh, his kids and grandkids and he brought everybody there. And uh, so it was so nostalgic when you see such situations as well. So I, I love to do it and we go there and, the, and I come from uh, P.A. Ludhiana. So that uh, uh, heritage is always there. So whenever we go, we meet our colleagues, we meet our teachers there who have played a created role in shaping our career, uh, whatever we are today. And I yeah, wish I everybody again a happy Teacher's Day. So uh, whosoever is the role model in your life, maybe your parents or teacher, I wish, uh, I, I wish them well and, uh, and God bless them. Thank you. Um, um, thank you so much, Manindaji, today for joining us in uh, today's Daily Dose podcast. We would like really like to thank you for taking your valuable time today and coming for this. Um, we would also like you to spread a word amongst your community. This is a new project that we have just started. Um, if you want to reshare it in, amongst your audience, it will be of great help to us as well. No and Thank you. And this is a podcast series where we talk about issues globally. We talk about any kind of issues going on internationally, including the ones in Australia, because we are from Australia. Uh, we are running from Australia. So uh, we also stress upon what's going on in different pockets of Australia and also globally. So, um, so, so again, as, as we wrap up, I will share that in this COVID time, a lot of community organizations, they are assisting to uh, have uh, food hampers and spreading to the people. So we always go and visit them and uh, share with them. So I think there's a great effort by our community of sharing and uh, in this uh, difficult time as well. So I will, I will also thank everybody else who is contributing in this difficult time. Absolutely. I think uh, we need to thank all the frontline workers who are helping us in the healthcare sector or all the frontline uh, essential workers who are going to their work just to make sure that the basics of the economy are still running during a lockdown. So a big thank you to all those people who are putting their lives into uh, danger for to save the lives of others. So they are, they are no less than people working in the army who protect your borders. Exactly. They are protecting your lives now during a health crisis. So equal contribution has been there from their side as well. Again, before we end this episode, uh, I want to wish everyone a happy Teacher's Day and a happy Father's Day. And uh, we hope to see you in 
you know another daily dose podcast with another special guest joining us and we also hope to see you muninder ji in some other episodes um don't forget to follow it don't forget to share it further it and it will be it will help us to make this podcast bigger for you thank you so much thank you thank you, thank you everybody